1: Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast.
0: There's a lot of like, okay, will you like Ska named three bands that aren't the Boss Tones.
1: I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network,
0: consequence podcast network
1: hey everybody welcome back to the what podcast i'm very with me is lord taco you'll notice again missing is brad brad is still moving into his new place in uh, new york city for his new job, they moved from New Orleans to New York. And I understand just a couple of days ago, the furniture actually arrived. I think you got that word, too, didn't you, Taco? That's
2: correct. It looks like they got everything they needed. So,
1: Yeah, I, I got a FaceTime from them the other day, and they were sitting on a cushion on a wooden floor <laughs> yeah. in an empty house. So, you know, we, we try not to pick on, as we said, pick on him. But Brad's not with us today. Um but we've got another great show. I'm very excited about it. We have talked about doing this for years, um, and definitely this year. But that's to have somebody on who can speak to EDM music, electronic dance music. We have admitted, freely admit, will continue to admit, it's just not our lane. I don't think it, I don't think either one of us has a dislike. Um, nope. You know, or any opinions like that, it's just not something that uh, we listen to a lot, right?
2: Yeah, and like you said, that's what we do. We go to the source when we want to talk about something, and that's that's what we did this week.
1: Yeah, and we'll get into that. And I'm, I want to thank Kyle for joining us. Um, he, he's a friend of yours, mm-hmm. and you'll hear about how we got Kyle and why we got Kyle and all that in a second. But I wanted to, I wanted to go back to something that we talked about two weeks ago when Brad was here in Chattanooga as they were moving and, and actually came by uh, the world headquarters here and we recorded down in studio one. And, uh, today I'm in studio two, cause I I've had a little uh, little medical thing and not going up and downstairs. So I've adapted. So I'm upstairs. If you're wondering, you know, why there's a strange background, ground behind me, but, um, uh, we, we talked about a couple of things and and a couple of things that happened since that I wanted to kind of to bring up. And I've really thought about it. Uh, If you remember taco two weeks ago, we kind of were asking the question because we're hearing rumors um, that ticket sales are not great for Bonnaroo or for not. That's not right. They're not selling out. Let's put it that way. I don't know. You know, they may be close. They may be 90%. They may be 80. Um, I don't think Bonnaroo is, um, but as we have said, and, and you had on your t-shirt two weeks ago, never, not great. That's where that whole expression came from. That's right. Uh, the 2016 festival was the lowest, uh, attended number. And we all agree, or at least Brad and I agree. I don't think you were there that year. It was one of our favorite ones.
2: Yeah, I wasn't um, there, but I've heard that from a lot of people. And a lot of people are saying yeah. they would love a return to that level of, uh, you know, 2016 where it's just less people and less crowds and just just yeah. easier to get around.
1: Exactly. And, and I guess what I wanted to, uh, was, was to say um, is while we were talking about that, I, I think it was, I just want to point out, my, my point was it just feels like a reset here. It feels like a lot of people, demo, uh, fans, uh, the people going, the people putting it on, everything or just trying to figure out where we are. And I I think that's normal. But um, I was listening to, well, Kyle is a a long time goer, been going since 2012. Uh, He's a friend of yours. You met there at Bonnaroo. Uh, Brad and I have been friends uh, since camping together. We were not friends before. We knew each other. So it's Bonnaroo that has connected us. You and I are connected because of this podcast and right. Bonnaroo. I didn't know you before.
2: Nope.
1: Um, you just spent the weekend down in Huntsville with Daniel and Sharla, hosts of the Real Roo Bus. That's right. Podcast. Yeah. That podcast didn't didn't exist a couple of years ago. We have become you know internet friends with uh, Jake and uh, and Parker mm-hmm. of the uh, the Ruham guys. That's right. A third podcast that is dedicated primarily to Bonnaroo. Um, We're all friendly, uh, like each other very much. You hang out with Darla, uh, Daniel and Charlotte quite a bit.
2: Yeah, I was just down there this weekend.
1: That's right. And uh, Pondo, our guest last week, uh, we communicate with through Reddit and Discord and and whatever else. Um, That... I was listening to uh, Dan- Daniel and Charla's podcast last week and they were talking about what we were talking about. And Charla, as she has said many, many times, I go for the community, the, the lineup and the music are secondary. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I just wanted to point that out that, you know, I think that's so real. And it's amazing to me that this whole community exists. Um And it goes way deeper than just casual, Hey, I'll see you in a year. You know, uh, we all talk year round. Oh yeah. And that's, I think that's really cool is the point I guess I'm trying to make. And, and while it, while this may indeed be a reset year, I think it will be a good year and I think it will reset and will come out stronger. I don't, it's not a, it's not a doom and gloom. I don't, see that at all i think it, it's just a figuring out you know what the next step is
2: yeah it needs to happen and you know look the last two years you t- talk about we go for the community well there's been no bonaroos for two years but you know we still threw together miniroos we still had our own <laughs> gatherings because that's what we missed was the community we missed the people so yeah the lineup right. is great and all the other activities are fun but you know that's that's yeah. what keeps us coming back
1: it's a shared thing and it's a shared attitude. We talked about it with Pondo, this idea of why can't it be like this year round? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's very real to me. Um, like I said, but you, me and Brad are our friends. Uh, we talk regularly because of this show. I, you know, we have some things in common, but not everything, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and it's all because of this, not the show, the festival, um, No, we we talk because of this show, but it's the festival that brought us together and continues to keep
2: us together. It's the festival that inspired all of this. Right. And
1: our and our first guest is another great example of that. Um, And we get into it with him. The EDM thing surprised some of us that we had been going for years. You know, why would Bonnaroo uh, take a, a tire, one of their larger stages, one of their larger tents? and dedicated entirely to one genre of music wasn't our genre our favorite but it made perfect sense to me and the more we all thought about it 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 continued to make sense and uh and it still does and and kyle i think uh does a great job of of addressing that so um oh yeah i i I guess that's it anything else before we before we bring him on
2: i don't think so let's just get into it
1: let's do it all right here's kyle and he's going to tell us, uh, he's going to give us some of his picks for some EDM acts, house acts, dubstep acts, all the different genres within EDM, uh, some acts to, to not miss. And uh, so here we go. Here's Kyle. Kyle, thanks for joining us so much on the What Podcast. Absolutely. All right. So we, I, want se- I want to do several things with this episode today. We've promised uh, Taco, you and I, and Brad. We have talked about for years about doing this. We've and we just never have, not for any good reason. Uh, we just never have. Um, I want to establish a couple of things. Uh, a lot of people are probably wondering, why, you know, why Kyle? How did we get Kyle on the show? It's a fair question. I was wondering that this morning myself. How was I going to answer that? It reminded me. Uh, taco you remember i think it was this was the occasion when we were in knoxville in the offices there at ac entertainment talking to uh steven and brian about how they booked booked the shows and um i think it was jack johnson was that when we asked about how jack johnson got got on the lineup do you remember that yeah. uh
2: and the the answer yeah. was he answered the phone there yeah. it is <laughs> <laughs>
1: We we sent out our crack research team, our producers, all those people, and uh, who can we get to talk about EDM on an episode of the podcast? Because uh, Brad Taco and I admit freely that that's just not our uh, that's not our lane. Um, Not at all. And I want to be very careful. I'm sorry. What? I said
2: not at all. And that's you know if we've gotten any criticism, it's because of you know we just don't have any expertise there.
1: Yeah, and it's fair. Mm -hmm i think it's very fair and uh because of that i, I want to I, what i also don't want to be uh you know is is the old guy you know you kids get off my lawn i don't have anything against edm uh, i like I, I, of the three of us i probably listened to the most of it or used to yeah uh, i was always a big i was a big fan of uh the, the dj or the the guy that we, you know, whose name we no longer mention because he's such a horrible person. Uh, but I loved uh, his music. Uh, girl Talk, I love. So I mean, I, of the three, like I said, I, I think I probably listened to the most, but I don't claim to understand it. Um, and i I've, I've told the story many times when they converted the uh, other tent to the other stage. And brought in EDM. I, I was sitting in our camp with our good friend, Mike Dewar at two in the morning. He said, man, we got to go see this. And, and we wandered over. And the three of us, I mean, Mike's older than I am. I'm 58. Um, Denson went with us. He's, I don't even know how old Denson is. He's one of those guys. He could be 20. He could be 120. Yeah. Um, but the three of us are standing there and all these kids are running around in rabbit costumes and you know, glitter and whatever, having a great time, and and they kept looking over their shoulders. And, and at one point, I thought, "Man, we're pretty cool to be here." And then I realized, no, they just think we're narcs. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Hello,
2: fellow kids. <laughs> Hello, kids. Yeah, right. We're just don't
1: pay attention to us. We're standing here staring at you, three old guys. Um, and they were having a great time. I mean, it, it didn't bother me. So what I want to do is. I want to let uh, Kyle do way more talking than me um, about this because this is something you love and and I want to know why. And I think uh, Taco does too, but I also want to make sure to understand that uh, we're not coming at it. We don't dislike it. It's just not our, it's just not something that we listen to a lot. So. um, Yeah.
2: And I guess to set the stage, Kyle is one of my friends, uh, known him for years and, 2018 was my first Bonnaroo, and I went with Kyle because we were in Pod 2 together. He's got a van again. I've got the bus. So, you know, we parked right next to each other. Looked great. Got a lot of people come by and see everything. So we get out and set up camp and get situated, and then we pull out our schedules to compare notes. Like, what are you going to see? What are you going to see? I don't think we saw a single show together because everything Kyle was interested in, there was no crossover with what we were interested in. So it was like, for the rest of the weekend, I just saw him. He was coming back to camp. We were leaving or vice versa. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's awesome So that's terrific.
2: He is exactly who I thought of when we started talking about. We should get somebody on who knows a little bit about EDM.
1: Yeah. All right. So, Kyle, to uh, help even further set the stage, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from, and how long you've been going to Bonnaroo?
3: From South Florida, grew up in Colorado, raised in in Atlanta. Uh, First Bonnaroo was 2012 as a as a high school graduation gift. Um. And then didn't go again until 2016 when I got the van in 2015. And then from 2016 on, I haven't missed a single one. So it's, what, five years, six years now, something like that. So Okay,
1: so it wasn't EDM uh, that originally brought you.
3: No, no. I, I grew up going to all the different festivals. My dad took me to concerts since I was like, you know, he'd sling me up on his shoulders and walk through the pit with me and like, you know, here we go, like just part of life. So, you know, once Bonnaroo came around, I'd never even been to, like, an electronic show, ever. And all it took was that one, that 2012, uh, I think, like, Subtract played that year. Um, Really, when I think of 2012, like, all that sticks out in my head is, like, Ludacris, the Chili Peppers, and, like, Subtract. And I remember being at the Subtract show. It was in one of the tents, and the bass was so low, the sand was, like, coming off the ground, like, up to your calf. And, like, you couldn't breathe and your shirt's vibrating against you. And I just knew, like, oh, this this is a more immersive experience, in my opinion. It's just, like, you're, you're feeling it. You can't help but feel it. just, just everyone's so excited. Great time. So,
1: yeah. That's, so, yeah. Go ahead.
3: No, yeah. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, know, that's. It's,
1: it, it, it is. It, that's a great way to put it. it. It is as much a feel thing as it is a um, anything else thing, right? I mean, you just,
3: yeah, yeah. You're feeling it. You're hearing it, the visuals, you know, and then, you know, of course all the people in the crowd are all their light up toys and they're doing their flow art. This guy's got fire and they've got LEDs and you got the glove people and all that. It's just, it's just so much fun. And you know, everyone's so excited. I mean, that's festival life in general is just everyone's so excited to talk to you and, you know, share stories, but in those crowds, I mean, everyone's just so right. such a tight knit community because we're all there for the same thing, you know? So
1: that's one of the things that, I mean, I, I, again, that, that show that we went to at two o'clock in the morning. I mean, I get it It, it, again. It's not for me, um, in some ways, but I get it to me. It's like the perfect festival thing. I mean, that's the whole idea is to just sort of let yourself go and be who you want to be and, and, uh, lose yourself, I guess. I mean, right.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, over last summer, I went to a couple, I went to Infrasound Family Reunion Festival up in uh, Minnesota, which is all bass music, all EDM. And uh, I went to Sound Haven in Tennessee, which is not too far from Manchester. I forgot where in Tennessee it was. Um, you know, there's three days of, of a whole festival just dedicated towards EDM, bass music, dubstep, house, DNB, all that kind of stuff. And that was just a whole different experience. I'm used to going to Bonnaroo, where it's like it's such a you know such a mixture of everything, and there's people from all walks of life. And then these festivals, still all walks of life, but just kind of narrowed down a little bit more. You know, a lot of dudes with with pashminas around their necks, and you know the harem pants, and just like, you know, everyone's got the, the toys and all that. It was just it was such an interesting experience going you know comparing those to Bonnaroo. And honestly, I mean, even after going to those, I would still prefer Bonnaroo just because of the. How different it is. I mean, you know, like, like Russ said, we went to the same festival, saw none of the same people. <laughs> yes. None of the yeah. same people. Like, uh, he he's showing me these names. I'm like, I, is this the same lineup? Like, where did you get this copy of the schedule? Yeah, like, it's is, like we were that?
2: talking two different languages, trying to
3: yeah, communicate. Seriously,
2: seriously.
1: Wow, you've raised so many things that I want to get into. And just to let people know, one of the things that uh, you did, and I very much appreciated, I'd ask uh, uh, Taco to ask you to send uh, some names, and you put together some playlists, um, so that I would have a clue what we were talking about, and I wanted to hear it, and and you did that. Thank you very much, and I think we we can link those uh, uh, on our on as part of this show.
2: We sure can. So yeah.
1: people can listen to it, um, and people will be surprised at the diversity. I mean, this is definitely. A, I was thinking about this this morning. All genres have their perceptions. You know, I mean, going back to when I was a little kid, my parents were even raising us. My brothers are older than me. You know, the big knock on the Beatles was it all sounds the same. The big knock on Elvis was it all sounds the same. You know, it's too wild. It's whatever. All of the same criticisms of EDM. There's nothing new. It's the same stuff. So, um, Right. When you hear these playlists, you're going to hear a lot of diversity. You're going to hear a lot of talent. Uh, the one question that I will say, and it, it took me back, uh, going back to that, that night when the three of us wandered over at 2 o'clock and watched, Mike asked a question about some EDM music. Is there a beginning, a middle, and an end? <laughs> and I got no answer for that one. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, does there have to be, you know? Um uh, Right, right. Again, we you know, we came up with songs that had a middle, beginning, and an end. But, you know, maybe there yeah. doesn't have to be. But the knock like, you know, it's the same song for twenty minutes or whatever. I mean we we've heard that about the Grateful Dead and Humphreys McGee, you know. Yeah, uh, Fish. Fish, my gosh. Yeah. So I mean I'm not gonna go there. Um Yeah. What was it that, going back to my point i'm we're gonna ask you in a little bit to name you know give us your picks of of the bands that don't go see um and I'll go ahead and ask you now so you could be thinking about it uh you know maybe one or what are the uh entry level you know what are the acts that people that are going to Bonnaroo who know nothing about you know who are the ones to go see that that maybe are good uh entry level, good examples, whatever. And then, you know, what are your picks? Uh, we'll, we'll get into okay. that, but, uh, I'm curious and I'm so glad to hear all the other things you said. The fact that you and taco would compare schedules and be like, you know, what festival are you seeing?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> is exactly right. Um, that's a great thing about Bonnaroo and a great thing about festivals in general. But you also mentioned, that you've gone to some of these uh, here recently that are more fine-tuned. They're more, you know, the lanes are, are pretty defined. Um, what do you like about those? And what do you maybe don't like about those? How are they different?
3: Oh, I liked about them. Do uh, you find so much, I mean, you find new music, every festival you go to Bonnaroo is known for that. You know, you, you be walking across and you'll hear something crazy. You go check them out. And now you're a fan for life. Um, but for these more fine tune, like the EDM festivals and stuff, it's more of like from your neighbor's perspective, they start turning you on to stuff. Like they'll be playing music out of their car or whatever. You're like, yo man, like what is that? And they tell you, and all of a sudden you've got a whole new person to dive. They might might be at the festival, they might not even be there, but it's just a whole new person to dive deep into. Uh, Me personally, you know, I, I love deep bass and like walking through the campgrounds and it's just constantly just wubs coming from everyone's different little spot let alone the main stage you know down the hill and all that it's just like it's it's like your music almost like to me you know that's you know that's what the genre i prefer um it was just so cool like walk around and be like wow like everybody here is in tune to the same thing but everyone has different tastes you know like i said it's like there might be the kids over here playing house music where they're just you know they're just partying you got the dudes over here playing the real grimy nasty dubstep where people are just like, you know, head banging into the floor. You know, you never know what you're gonna what you're gonna hear. And it's, you know, it's 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 really cool. Um really other than that, I mean, it's just the music is the main difference, but the community's still there. I mean, ever, it's a festival. Everyone's still there to to hang out and help each other out. It's still a camping festival. You know, everyone's still trying to like lift each other up and show each other new stuff and all that kind of stuff. So um As far as, like, you know, things I dislike compared to Bonnaroo, I really, I don't really, I can't really think of anything. Smaller stages, you know, smaller festivals have, you know, one stage, smaller stage. Uh, They have renegade sets usually, you know, out in the campgrounds and all that, so you go find those. Um, But, I mean, Bonnaroo kills it as far as, you know, having the multiple stages and the tents and all the different acts and all that. I mean, you can't, nobody beats that, you know, in my opinion. So, So, yeah.
1: If you can. Uh, what's the difference between house, dub, EDM? <laughs> that, that's an old man okay. question. I get it. I mean, I can hear, I can no, hear the Irish. but maybe, maybe I'm not. <laughs> no, the no. Only I, was ex- one. I was
3: expecting this question. I knew this question was coming. All right. So you got, you know, EDM's the umbrella, right? You know, it's the electric dance music. That's you know, that just covers the whole, the whole realm. Uh, you've got house music, which is you know, kind of what you hear more in like bars, and you know, kind of just more upbeat, you know, duns, duns, that type thing. Um, you know, you've got Dubstep, which is a real, you know, more deep, little darker, grimier. Uh, you've got uh, you've got Drum and Bass, which is the more upbeat kind of house where, you know, it's a little bit more European inspired, but now it's uh, starting to make a, a big wave here in America, which is cool. It's been trying to do that for a while. Um, you know, you've got the pop EDM stuff, like like on this year's lineup, you've got like Said the Sky, Elenium, Griffin, closey, like people like that. They're a little bit more you know, a little bit more slower, you know, they ramp it up, they bring it back down, um, you've got trance, you've got, I mean, there's so many different sub-genres of EDM, in quotes, um, that, you know, it it just, it just breaks down so far, and that's just, like, the top, those are, like, the ones that I listen to, I mean, you could ask somebody else, and they'll tell you seven different ones, so, you know, you never know, but, um, but, I mean, looking at, you know, this year's Bonnaroo lineup, um, you know this. I made a list here on my phone I keep looking down at, and I also have a list of 2020 and 2021s line up on here as well. <laughs> and I will honestly say that this year for Bonnaroo, I, I'm, I refer to it as house roo this year. This is house of roo I mean, you've got, we've got 16 house acts. We've got 16 house acts. We've got, like, nine, like, base acts. And then you've got, like, some poppy stuff. And, you know, the, the years before that we didn't get to go to, I mean, it was, like, 17 hard acts of, like, real, you know, real talented, uh, not saying no one's talented or nothing, but, like, real dark type of stuff, which is what I like. And this year just kind of became house I mean, I don't know if house artists were easier to book or what happened, but we've got so many house artists, and which is cool. You know, that's fine. But, I mean, you know, it's just to me, it's like, yeah, you know. All right, <laughs> so whatever. get into
1: that first of all. <laughs> Taco, do you anything yeah. you wanted to ask before i i mean I'm, I'm i'm dog dominating here
2: no go right ahead okay
1: um so i'm glad to hear you've been there since 2012 so you, you've seen the development for for us uh we've been going brad and i anyway since 2007 uh there i think he was either eight or six i can't remember if he was a year before or a year after but um we were a little bit surprised when they converted the other tent to the other stage and, and dedicated it to, uh, EDM. Um, were you at all? Okay.
3: No, I thought it was a great move. I mean, and now that we don't have Calliope. Thank you anymore, for saying it correctly. I'm glad anyway. you pronounced it correctly. <laughs> oh, you have to pray yeah, out. No, people say it wrong all the time. It drives me crazy. Really? Um, uh, hmm. yeah, no, yeah. Now, now that Calliope has gone, it's like it kind of left a hole. You know, now we have Where in the Woods, which are, they're trying to fill that hole, I feel like, with Where in the Woods. Because um, there's DJs on this year's lineup that aren't even playing inside of Center. They're just playing Where in the Woods. Big names like Nightmare and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, you know, losing Calliope, that was like a huge hole that opened up. So then them making The Other become The, the Other instead of The Other tent, just The Other. Yeah. Made a lot of sense. And you know, I think they can definitely expand it a little bit more as well. I'm kind of hoping this year they've added a little bit more sound to it. I think it might need to be a little bit louder. But maybe that's just me. <laughs> so. Wow,
1: I don't know, man. So, yeah. I can feel that bass all the way into my tent when I'm sleeping at five in the morning. But I'm it's still, not, enough. not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. <laughs> yeah, you know, it wasn't EDM, but I'll never forget. I was in the pit shooting photography for uh, my morning jacket, and they opened with, uh, um, oh shoot, the uh, is it Victory Dance from the One Two Out? Anyway, it was just one of those bass notes and my whole chest felt like it was exploding and I looked at the guy next to me and he, th- he said, photographer next to me, he said, I think I just peed myself. <laughs> and I was like, I, so I know that bass feeling that you're talking about and I like it. I like it a lot. I, um, yeah, yeah. Do you, so you, you thought making that transition was a good idea and I have to agree, it certainly worked. I mean, they went yeah. from, you know, 20, was it 16 where the, audience the numbers were way down and then the last couple you know obviously up until the pandemic were sellouts and they were on their way to sell out they obviously knew what they were doing um do you back to the the whole your schedule versus taco schedule do you just go to there or do you see okay no you do see other shows
3: no yeah oh yeah i mean you know i the one thing I don't really, I don't listen to a lot of country. I just not, wasn't raised that way. You know, it's not really my thing, but I mean, oh, I I cover the whole spectrum okay. usually, you know, and you know, I, I, I'll find myself gravitating back towards, you know, the base stuff just because I know a lot more of the artists, but I mean, you know, I was you know raised on, you know, rock and roll okay. and hip hop and, you know, and hell, I mean, even my dad back in the day used to bump techno music and take me to the techno tents at the, the Vans Warped Tours <laughs> and the Buzz, big sales and all that back in Florida. So, you know, I've, I've, Pretty well versed, just the country. I mean, I,
1: everybody really has their much stick. Everybody has their thing, man. I yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan exactly. of new country, and I'm good for about three bluegrass yeah. songs. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Unless Ed Helms, yeah, then I, mean, I listen it's, a little bit more. it's the same song, just fast, faster, and fastest. You know, it's right. you know, and and people can say the same about EDM or whatever. Um, when you do go, uh, is it one set? a couple I mean are you there all night
3: it depends on what else is going on okay. on their stages I mean if there's nothing else that's going to pull me away from that then I mean it's fun to stay there for three hours four hours however long you know sunrise sets or whatever and just get lost in that whole world and of course the longer you stay the work the harder it is to walk the next day because your legs are just shot from you know your neck your back your legs it's like you feel like you just got hit by a truck um, but it's fun that's yeah, part you of you you've got, know, that's why you got we go. the rest
1: of your life to um, recover but Mondays. Uh, yeah, more. exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> that drive for no, Monday. I get it, and, and I've I've joked about it for years. I mean, I'm the I'm. They make fun of me. I'm the, go to bed early. I don't go as bed early as they think. But uh, I'm the guy that gets up with the sun, and I can't tell you how many times I've been walking to get my coffee, and you know the the uh, EDM show is just ending, and everybody's got yep. that. Yep. Zombie look, and I'm like, it's just gonna get worse for you. (laughs) Your day is about to go real Uh, bad. Uh, a lot of people had a great time, you know. Cool, good for them. Um, yeah, you like this year's lineup?
3: I do, it's Bonnaroo. You know, I I like the lineup no matter what. Um, compared to the last two years that we didn't get, compared to, I'll be honest, I mean, all the lineups I've been to this one is the worst, in my opinion. You know, not even just from an EDM standpoint, but just, you know, overall, I like going through the lineup. Like I said, there's 16 house artists. And, like, again, not bagging on house. There's house guys out there. I love house. it's It's got its place. But, I mean, to me, I don't know. It just seemed like but from what they gave us the past two Did years, you, it didn't happen. And now what we have now, it's Again, like, going back
1: to because you go to other festivals, do you think it's because the others have pulled? Is it because there are other options? I,
3: I consider that. I considered that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, maybe, maybe that the, you know, the more experimental and the, the darker, uh, the, the deeper artists and stuff have been pulled over to more niche festivals. That's totally possible. Um, I mean, yeah, but just like looking back, you know, at, at the last year, uh, you know, we had people, we had like uh, we had Tipper. Tipper's massive. I mean, he does these, these crazy visual shows. Uh, people like LS Dream, same thing. We had Dead Mouse, uh, Subtronics, which, you know, heavy rhythm stuff. Uh, Trip Street, Notlow, AT Aliens. I mean, sudden death. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a heavy, Tipper.
1: Tipper heavy, was on my list to go show. to. That was the one when I did my okay. My dive. It's like okay, that's the one I'm gonna go.
3: That guy, yeah, go to for sure. Right, right, yeah. Tipper. I mean, uh, Tipper will have the Tipper and Friends. I believe it's in Sewanee and they'll do the Tipper and Friends festival. And it's just like you know, he hosts it type thing, and he's got a bunch of other people that play it. I'd love to go. I haven't been yet. But um, he's a cool dude. I mean, I love his sound, and he's a very, very artistic guy. And then his visuals alone, I mean, my God. It's, I don't know how he does it. So,
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm glad to, to hear all this, because I think some perception, I know there were some, perce- and again, it's perception, but there was a perception among some that Bonnaroo had become the other and then the rest of the festival you had a, a large group of people that were just doing EDM. Uh, and, and there totally. may be some, may have been some of that. Uh, I mean, who knows what this year was is going to be like. Um, I don't know if that was fair or not. I mean, I, you know, I don't know too many people that just dedicate themselves to one thing. It's, it's kind of anti the whole right. purpose of Bonnaroo or the beauty of Bonnaroo. So, but I know there were some people, right.
3: But sometimes, sometimes the, the lineup on the – I mean, like I said, the last, last year uh, when I was looking at the lineup, I said to myself, oh, my God, like I might spend the entire weekend yeah. at the other. Like it was just such a stacked lineup. I was like, these are people I want to see so bad that I, like, I was like, wow, I'm going to mm-hmm. spend the entire time at the other stage, which would be okay, but you're also missing right. out on, you know, on on the rest of everything else that's going on. Um, what's weird this year too is you know, if you go day by day – there's no, and I I, I say heavy bass. That's you know what I, that's why I refer to like dubstep and stuff like that. Just like you know experimental heavy kind of stuff. We don't get any of that until what Sunday, Saturday, halfway through Saturday. So you got Thursday, Friday, and halfway through Saturday until any wow. of that stuff even plays. I don't understand how, I don't understand how that lineup. You know, happened. I guess they're filling the rest of it with house music, which is, you know, house music's great for like day stuff. You know, you're dancing around, everyone's having a good time. You know, you could dance with a hot dog to house music. You could eat (laughs) your food while you're dancing. Totally cool. You know, no headbanging, no nothing like that, which is fine. Uh, But halfway through Saturday until you get something that's really heavy, that's really going to shake you, besides Recno. Recno plays Thursday. And, you know, so we got one heavy guy the first day, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then from Saturday on, you yeah, have the rest of them. And even then it's like okay. seven artists. And so I don't know. It's just weird. I'd love to sit down yeah. with
1: the Bonnaroo folks and just. just like, Maybe why? we need what to what revisit <laughs> taco. We need to get Brian and Steven back on.
2: We, we do. We need to make another trip to Knoxville and ask them, ask them those yeah. questions.
3: When you guys, when,
2: when you guys talk to them, that's what I was like, man, I wish I could be in the room right now.
3: Just so I could speak up and be like, yeah. "Hey, quick question. Yeah. <laughs> why, well, why I think this? it goes <laughs> to the
1: question too, about how it. Had the other festivals influenced. Um, you know, have they taken from, have they, have they, um, I don't want to say given up, but acknowledged maybe that there are boutique festivals for just that. I mean, is the demographic so defined now that that's what they have to do? Um, I have no idea. And it it wouldn't be just for that genre. I I'm, I'm wondering about a lot of it. Uh, to be honest, we, you know, we talked about that two weeks ago and, uh, don't know the answer we won't know till it's all over said and done and and everybody evaluates but uh all right exactly either way we're going to have a not blast, great, I mean, you know, it's Never not great man never not great I said I,
3: it, it could be the same artist the whole weekend and I'm still going to go you know <laughs> it's like it's
1: never not, this not great this amazing um all right so who are the who are the EDM acts that uh when when taco and i and brad are making our list and, and brad isn't gonna go let's be honest he isn't gonna get anywhere near the other <laughs> stage unless he's walking past it to something you know um but who who do i need to definitely don't miss um definitely it, don't miss yeah who's the don't miss act on the other
3: i'm gonna say and again these are just in my opinion um of the trees You know, great experimental artist. I mean, real, just real funky vibe. Uh, G. Jones is a classic. Very. These are more kind of like experimental dubstep type situation. Uh, Black Tiger Sex Machine. I remember when you guys were going through the lineup, and I think one of you guys were like, what is a Black Tiger Sex Machine? I have to know what that is. I'm like in the car just laughing. Like, you guys, you're missing (laughs) out on so much. (laughs) Um, You know, for house music, you've got like Dombrowski and Habstract and Shipwreck. Um, you know, they're pretty solid house artists that are more on the industrial side, which is what I kind of lean more towards, too, versus the poppy side. Uh, you've got Closy and Flume and Griffin on the more, the more like, middle ground, you know. Uh, Flume. Flume gets kind of hard sometimes, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that are, those are, like, three from each subgenre that I've got listed here. Uh, you've also got um, we've got uh, still woozy. We've got Raven Schoon for the people who want something heavy. 100 Drums. That girl kills it. I mean, her it's amazing. Lucy, same thing. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, I guess Mark Ribelay doesn't really count. Uh, he's doesn't. He's not really in the EDM thing. But I mean, if nobody should miss Mark. I don't. I know yeah, you guys are probably going to see. I, Mark, I agree. So. Yeah. Unless you saw Mark when he played, he played uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. i uh, so Last minute
2: concert they threw together, and it was just like, yeah, we got to go. It was great. It was great. So jealous. I mean, his live streams got me through mm-hmm. the pandemic. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Seriously. I mean, just so much fun to watch that guy. I got a kimono just for it,
1: you know? <laughs> Fair <So>. enough. <laughs> and I said the acts that are just on the other, there are EDM acts throughout the festival. So I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have limited to that. That way there'll be some on the witch. Um, Right,
3: and like I said too, uh, yeah, like a film yeah. will probably be on the witch. You know, big That's big it. name probably on the witch. Like I said, you know, they've got a they've got Nightmare out on the Where in the Wood stage, which will be crazy because I mean he's not even playing inside of Sinaru. He's just strictly playing right out there, and so you know a massive name. Like I remember one time me and my dad went to Bonnaroo uh, a while back, and that was his favorite show. And he still to this day talks about the visuals that Nightmare had in the background. I mean he compares that show, he compares every show to that show. And so, you know, you know, very, very talented artists and all that. Um, and it's just weird. It's going to be cool to see how that works, where he's just going to stay outside and everyone else is going to be inside. And so, and I don't know. It's, it's interesting. And I think you guys spoke about it last time, how there will be, I think uh, Pondo was talking about the different acts yeah. uh, that are going to be on the campgrounds and on mm-hmm. the different uh, plazas. So, it's interesting. It's a cool, all right. Cool and
1: what are, the, sure. uh, what are the acts the, uh, the, that have you... Interested, what are the uh, discovery acts for you on the list? Hmm, hmm.
3: I mean, like I said, the people I just said, like you know, of the trees, G Jones, all them. Uh, other than that, I mean, we still got the whole hip hop side of, of Bonneru. You know, we've got Isaiah Rashad, Chattanooga guy, to to him since his first mixtape. Chata-nuga.
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, you've got like people like you know, Japanese Breakfast, you know, everything. Uh, you got Lane 8. You know, which will be great. Uh, uh, Femi Kuti, which is more of the like whole like earth type stuff. Sons of Commit, which is um, The Common is Coming. That's the, that's two of the guys, two of the guys or one of the guys from The Common is Coming. And so that's just gonna be like, you know, saxophones and drums and just like having a great, great dance time. Um, you know, you got, you got Mark Ribley, you got Ludacris, you got Lettuce, you got, you know, all these, such a wide variety. So, I mean, my list is just all over the place. So, you know, like the, the couple people I told you earlier, as far as the EDM stuff, you know, that's what I'm excited to see. Uh, Rez, G. Jones, Of the Tree, Ravens, Coons, uh, Of the 100 uh, Drums, stuff like that. Uh, not Again, not for the house people. I'm not ignoring the house music. We've got C- Chris Lorenzo, we've got uh, Phantoms, we've got Shipwreck, we've got all these people, you know, I love them. Um, and then I'm just, you know, the pop stuff, like I said, Griffin, Closey, Alenium, Porter Robinson, said the sky you know, if, if, I'm, if it's lunchtime and they're playing, you know, I'll go check them out. You know, just to say I've seen them, but I'm not really going to go, like, seek them out, because that's not really my thing. So... Uh, yeah. And then, you know, as far as uh, hip-hop as well, you know, we've got, you know, Jay Cole's going to be massive. I can't wait to see Jay Cole. I'm a huge fan. You guys talked about him on one of your last podcasts, saying that you weren't too impressed, if I remember right, they weren't too impressed with the show that he put on back then, so I'm hoping that now he's, that was however many years ago, he's gained a lot of, you know, notoriety since then i'm hoping he puts on a great show Uh, we've got boss playing boss is part of his label so i'm sure they'll come out together and do something um yeah and then um, really there's not a lot of hip-hop this year either which is something else i was interested in kind of lacking there as well do you
1: are you a solo guy or you got a crowd when you
3: go 50 50 sometimes i'm solo and sometimes i've got i think this year i'll have a group but, uh, like, the festivals I went to over the summer, uh, the Tennessee one and the Minnesota one, took the van by myself and just made a little road trip out of it and decided to go make friends, which is, I mean, it was my first time doing it. And it was nerve-wracking, absolutely, you know, because but, – but I was also going into it knowing how camping festivals yeah. are. And, like, you know, what, once you hear that first beer can is, pop man. open from your neighbors, mm-hmm. and then you walk yeah. over with your with your beer can, and right. now it's like, hey, you ever try this? I'm, no, try I'm this. I'm glad you Same. said your beer friends, can. I was you know? like, what
1: do you mean neighbor's beer can? What? <laughs> <laughs> i was confused there for a second
2: yeah kyle's a weirdo <laughs> like me because uh, we both actually enjoy camping year-round you know outside of festivals too so. <laughs> right yeah, yeah.
1: um the re- reason i ask is you, you mentioned the show and this and i'm not going to get too deep into it. this is where i definitely get into the weeds of you know it's one of those perception things with like a dj show what the show is what lights and you know a guy standing at a turntable kind of thing but once you see it and hear it, and you're part of the crowd, and you're with friends, you you, you get it. It's a little bit different than uh, than going to a concert, and sitting in a chair and watching. So, it, it, it's an experience. Absolutely. I mean, I I do know that. Um, like I said, I get it. I, I I have no, you know, it's not necessarily my thing, but I like it um, for a bit. So I'm anxious to go by and see what they've done. Yeah. Uh, and see some of these acts. And I very much appreciate you putting together those, those playlists. I've been listening to them for a week. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, cool. You know that to me, the whole, not the whole, to me, one of the great things about Bonnaroo is discovery. I mean, that's been the absolute, absolutely driver from the beginning, uh, and community and everything else, but discovery is a huge part of it. And, uh, I would
3: say like when the lineup comes out and I don't recognize a whole lot of people, that's more exciting to me. Cause that means I'm about to discover yeah. way more people than I knew before. Yeah.
1: That's know, why this whole show a rabbit hole. I mean, it's, it's there's, there's no question about it. So, right. Yeah. I don't want to go see the same thing I've seen yeah. and heard over and over and over. I want, I want to leave there with a new favorite act. If I leave there with a new favorite act, it's been a great festival. Uh, that's, that's my, and I, and yeah. if you can turn me on to somebody, you know, or I can turn you on to somebody. It's an even greater festival, so that's the
3: exactly exactly. And that that happens all the time. Like the uh, the girl I mentioned earlier, a hundred drums. When I went up to the festival up in Minnesota, uh, I was talking to my camp neighbors. They drove there from Colorado, and I was asking them who they're excited to see. And she was there strictly for a hundred drums, and I didn't even know who that was at the time. You know, like I listened to the Spotify playlist that the festival had put yeah. together beforehand that had everybody in it but you know, there's so many artists on there. I didn't get a chance to really like listen to everybody. And you know, she, she demanded that I go with them to the hundred drum show. And I mean, instant fan. I mean, when I saw her on this year's lineup, I was so excited because she's just, she kills it. And it's just little stuff like that, where your neighbor might convince you to, you know, Oh, you already seen that person eight times. Go check out who I'm going to go see. And then you go see them and it's it's it's
2: totally worth it. So,
1: all right. Taco, any other questions?
2: I think, I think that about covers it for me. I I don't have too much to add. I hope we'll
1: do this again. Um, maybe with some more, um, experts to help fill in the blanks for the, you know, our obvious uh, things we don't know about, but Kyle, very, very helpful. I I'm so glad you did this. And, uh, I especially appreciate the fact that you've been there, you know, for, for many years and have that perspective, um, so this has been very, very helpful and some great names. And again, the, the Spotify yeah. playlists are great. Uh, uh, and we'll link them.
2: Hopefully we can all, yeah, we'll we'll link them. Hopefully we can all meet up for a show or two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. And uh, Barry, yeah. who on,
3: on the Spotify playlists uh, did we stick out to the, you the, out of curiosity? The main ones you that you said, names? Grizz,
1: Flume, um, uh, like Griffin. Yeah, I mean... Uh, there was I can't remember there was one or two others because as I was I, I wasn't matching name for a song you know what I mean I was just listening so there were a few that right, I would go right. back just and say listening. all right who is this yeah. and uh yeah
3: and that's why at least for you guys I tried to you know I made three different playlists that yeah I'm the glad you did and the,
1: the darker stuff instead to kind of kinda yeah, give you like they are different and uh I mean I, I knew that and I but I, oh, not absolutely. everybody does um like I said, you hear ADM in right. some people's mind and their perception is whatever it is. Um, and it's like everything else. It's way deeper and more nuanced than you're giving credit for. So, all right, man. Thank you so right, much. Right.
2: Yeah. Hey, do you want to yeah. shout out your Instagram? Where can people find you? And <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Uh, I've got
3: two. I've got the Kyle Gonzalez, which is just me on Instagram. Then I've got my van, who's way cooler <laughs> than me. That's the Steely Van. So he's got his own page. I got my own page. I also want to give a shout-out to Bonnaroo. Give a shout-out to you guys. Also, Bonnaroo, please add one more mushroom fountain. Just, like, one more fountain. Like, please. Like, it gets hot out there. Like, I remember, like, we watched, uh, like, 2018. It was the internet playing in a tent. Middle of the day. Middle of the crowd. Even the Internet's up there like freaking out <laughs> on how hot it is and I mean people are passing out and that, you know Passing out but they're you know, taking care of and everything and the whole time you look over your shoulder and there's that fountain Just flowing in the background and everyone's like god. I don't want to leave this but look at the fountain mm-hmm. So more tints, another fountain would be awesome um, Other than that Bonnaroo, you're beautiful. You're perfect. Right. love it <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so there you go I thought that was great. I thought, Kyle, I was so glad that uh, he'd been there, been going for years. So it wasn't like a one off. Not that there's anything wrong, you know, but he was able to give us some some history and some uh, nuance and some background. Um, And he also goes to a lot of other festivals. I just thought that was really cool.
2: Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And if you're like us and you look at some of these names or genres and you're like, I don't know what this, you know, hopefully I definitely got some, uh, some pointers and some ideas. So there's definitely some shows I want to check out now after, after talking to him.
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny. And Brad and I have talked about this. I think we've talked about it on the show. You know, Brad's a radio programming guy and I've, I've written entertainment for a newspaper for 33 years. And one of the big hurdles that that I had to overcome. And and he has too, is this notion that when somebody says, Hey, have you ever heard of, uh, you know, whatever your inclination is to say, yeah, sure. Of course. yeah, You know, and you get burned a lot on that. And, uh, one of the, I finally realized, no, I've never heard of them and I'm not going to apologize for it. There's just (laughs) no way that you can know everybody. No, you know, it's funny to hear people will look at you like, well, how can you claim to know this or that? If you've never heard of it, well, you, you can't know everybody. So I'm not even going to try.
2: Yeah. And on um, this show, we've never claimed to know a lot about this. So
1: yeah, not this particular genre. Not this genre.
2: Yeah. So that um, was a huge help for me. I'm glad we had him on.
1: Yeah, it was great. I hope mm-hmm. to get somebody else on with maybe some other opinions. Um, absolutely. and maybe someone within the, that within the industry, uh, you know, maybe some artists and acts, mm-hmm. um, we need to do that, but, uh, all right. Well, this isn't the only festival, uh, going, you've got one coming up this weekend, right?
2: Coming up this weekend will be Shaky Knees, downtown Atlanta, Georgia. And that's, this will be my second one. We, I went last year and, you know, it's a city festival, so it's different than Bonnaroo. Uh, the camping is really like what gets me into Bonnaroo. So having to, you know, ride the train and Uber and go back and forth, it's, it's not as fun. I don't think, but, I looked, you know, I left last year, y'all asked, well, would you go back? And I said, uh, it really depends. The lineup would have to be really good. Well, guess what? The lineup is really good. So here I am. I'm going back.
1: Yeah, it's good. And I, I, as I've said, uh, I've had a couple of medical things that I'm recovering from very well, not complaining. I'm lucky, mm-hmm. very, very lucky, but, uh, not going to be able to make it, but this I'm with you, man. This is a great lineup. Are yeah. you going all every day?
2: Every day, yeah. Uh yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday's Green Day, Saturday's Nine Inch Nails, and Sunday is My
1: Morning Jacket. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. That's the one that kills me. That hurts <laughs> <know> me. <laughs> Sunday is a really good. I think they're all three great lineups. I I would go yeah, uh, all three days. Um if I had to pick, Sunday would be it for me. Um but I'm I'm uh I'm happy for you. And you're you're you've got family friends that are close right i
2: do it turns out they sold their house and moved out to uh, woodstock so they're a bit further out of the city than you know to stay but i've got another friend lined up that actually uh kyle that we just talked to he and i and christo that's who i'm staying with christo's also got a bus so you know we're all friends so he said he's got a house just down the road from the festival he said come crash and i said okay
1: there you go didn't you go last year and uh and take like a three-hour walk to go. To <laughs> ten yes. minutes.
2: <laughs> yes, that was. Uh, yeah, so uh, Kelsey that I went with uh, after after the festival got out. This was like Saturday night. One of her friends was there, and he said, "All right, y'all, we're going to this bar. I know this great bar. It's just a couple blocks down the road." So we start walking, and we're walking. And we're walking, and like an hour goes by, and I'm like, where, how, and he's like, no, I think it's just further up here. And, uh, you know, we eventually just stop and sit down because he can't figure it out. We look up where it is, and it's still like, you know, a couple miles away. So we're like, we're going to Uber from here. Wow. So, but that, that exhausted me. I mean, that was far too much walking just for, just to go to a bar.
1: Yeah. could have got a beer just about anywhere
2: I know we passed so many places I'm like this place looks cool can we stop here they got beer can we go here <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah.
1: well there I mean again you're going with uh, people you met because of these these festivals I just, exactly I don't think you know I think we're past it I know four or five six years ago whenever I would tell people I was going to Bonnaroo the first thing was always you camp and mm-hmm we're so far past that now it's um there's just this whole community thing and it's it it's countrywide it's not just you know within our our little uh, universe so i think that's really cool
2: yeah i'm looking forward to it and uh what are we up to for bonnaroo like 50 something days
1: yeah yeah it's right on top of us yeah it'll be here before we know it and uh we've got more shows planned we've got uh I'm very excited. I don't know how I, I hate saying what we've got planned because so many things can happen, but I will mm-hmm. say this, we've, we've got a guest lined up in the next coupling of couple of weeks who was, uh, was there at the beginning, uh, when Bonnaroo was created and is uh, very much involved in the festival industry. And I can't wait to have him on as a guest coming up very soon. And then we need to get more people like Pondo and Kyle and, uh, and anybody else we can think of.
2: I, I agree. I mean, I, I this has been great. We've reached out to you know some friends of ours and said, "Hey, you want to be on the show?" And they said, "Yeah." So it worked yeah. out great.
1: Like we've said, the uh, the vetting process. There's my cat. <laughs> the vetting process is pretty stringent. Um, you know, they answer the phone call. That usually, uh, that's usually that's right. At the top of yeah. the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Taco, if there, unless there's anything else, I want to say thanks to everybody, and I uh, can't wait to see everyone, and uh, thanks so much for listening, and hit, you know, we never say this, but hit that subscribe button and tell your friends. Uh, That's we, right. We, we never push it, it very it, much. Yeah, and,
2: um, it really goes a long way to help with growth of the show and to to get us out to other people that might not have heard of it, so we we really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and thanks to Consequence for pushing us, and uh, that, yes. that helps a lot. And uh, mm-hmm. if you want one of those never not great t shirts, go to that merch, whatpodcast.com It's on That's there.
2: Hit, Buy hit a t shirt, and
1: I'll send you something from the basement. I promise. <laughs> 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 Maybe I'll <laughs> right. send you that cat. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the package is moving, the cat's in it. Yeah. She is <laughs> very vocal. I better right. go before she bites my leg off. Yeah, All right. I'll let you tend to that. Thanks, guys, so much.
2: Well, hello there. This is Brad Steiner. And this is Barry Corder. And after you check out the latest episode of the What Podcast, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network,
1: including... Roots Land. It's an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica.
2: Or Kyle Meredith With, where you can find interviews with all of your favorite musicians and bands. Hosted by our guy, Kyle Meredith. New episodes air weekly on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts Cast and many great others.